0: Time for another Worship Breakdown, and today we have Fierce by Jesus Culture, uh, but before we get into that, let's introduce the people around the uh, chest. We have Tyler Lynch. Yes. Luke Small. Hello. And with us again, we have Morgan. Hey. And so, Morgan, you and I both chose this <laughs> song. Well,
1: it's a team actually, effort.
0: you chose this song, and then I forgot what I actually chose and did it as well. So, so I
1: have a good backup.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be your backup today, but before- <laughs> Do duet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I looked up what fierce meant. I had, po- I pulled yeah. a loop and I was like, I got to find the definition of this. So, um, intense or furious aggressiveness.
1: Yep. That's what I got. And is... Powerful and destructive.
0: The like, how seem do you usually use the word fierce?
1: Not very often. You talk about lions or something.
0: Yeah. Start out the first, uh, the first lines, like before I call, before I even cry, uh, you answer me from where the thunder hides. Um, it says, I, I can't run. This heart I'm tethered to with every step I collide with you. So much in just the first part. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I, I love the line, absolutely favorite line in the whole song, is the heart I'm tethered to. Yeah. So it's like, I'm tethered to God. God will let me make mistakes, let me go off on my own little path and let me make the wrong decisions, which I do a lot. But he's still there. He's still got a hold of me. Yeah, it's like
2: I think it's like tethering a boat to a dock. I mean, it doesn't stop the boat from moving in the waves and everything, but it, like it's still locked to that area yeah. where it was tied down to.
0: You went boat, I went dog. I don't know why. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like a dog with a, like a little, that little
3: leash. And... <laughs> that last line that says "I collide with you" I think is is awesome because, uh, like you said about uh, a couple lines before that, where it says you you answer me from where the thunder hides, we kind of think about got up in in the in the cloud somewhere but um the fact that we are constantly colliding with him that you know he's always he's he's, he's here with was there, us, yeah. Like a tidal wave like a crashing wave. over me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have um rushing in to meet me here is the next line. I have over the side of this a uh, prodigal son story in Luke 15:20.
0: Um no, for me my little note says um Jesus came to us like that's the really part really cool part is like he it says rushing to meet me here god didn't say okay come to me he like he sent his son he sent jesus he came to earth for us so he met us where we were in a very bad spot yeah um i know he's definitely rushed to meet me in some very bad spots Mm -hmm. throughout my life it sounds so simple but it's such a meaningful thing like he he met you where you were where you are didn't say, Do a bunch of this stuff first, get better, mm-hmm. get your life together and then come see me. Yeah. He was like, Hey, you down in the dumps, let me wash your feet, let me let me pick you up out of the gutter. Yep. And everybody has their own, you know, air quotes gutter. But, you know, it's such a, a great reminder that I didn't have to Earn it. Yeah. There's no way to.
1: Yeah, I have uh Luke fifteen twenty to read about the prodigal son. Um, it reminds me of like rushing in to meet me, me, me there. Um, and he arose and came to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, father, I have sinned against heaven. And before you, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring in his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fat and calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate for this is my son. For this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to celebrate and i love that any um the line that's my favorite is that but while he was still a long way off his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him and that's what i think of when i hear the line um rushing in to meet me here
0: yeah like, i never really paid attention to all of the aspects of that story until i started going to Living water like growing up we heard the prodigal son a thousand times mm-hmm. it, was, it was just the go-to if you forgot to study that's the sermon yeah. you had apparently yeah. um we heard it a lot but i'd never heard it broken down into the individual like yeah who can represent what in that story even the older brother mm-hmm. like who he was in that story and who who the father was in the story and you know the father being god in that story i'm like yeah light bulb i feel i felt dumb the first time i heard it yeah describe no, that way, the it was same way like,
1: with this, this other son I, I that's the first time i had really heard it too and i thought it was so, so cool so cool the next line is your love is fierce like a hurricane that i can't escape and off to that um i wrote i bet that father wouldn't let him go uh your love is fierce like a hurricane that i can't escape i bet that father went like ran to meet him grabbed him and held him and you know those hugs were like you're like, you see you're someone... You're done, like,
0: but they're not...
1: Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And they, they just hold on to you, and they won't let go. And you're like, I'm not getting out of this. Like, they really want to hug me. And I feel like that's the line for me, is that I can't escape... Um, Your love is fierce. Like, I just can't escape his love. Like, the father, after all the son had done, the father still loved him just the same. And you can't escape that. That's something that's always going to be there. And he came running to meet his son. And he held him. And he couldn't escape that kind of fierce love, uh, powerful love. You know, it's like with the definition we used earlier is having or displaying an intense or uh, ferocious aggressiveness, like that aggressive bear hug, you know, like you, the, the way he loved his son, nothing could alter that. To me, that's a perfect depiction of the word fierce love. Yeah,
2: I think the, I think fierce talking about, I think they're doing a cool, a cool thing of, you know, like a tidal wave crashing over me, you're rushing in to meet me here, they're kind of, you know, describing... You know, a tidal wave would crash, and it would break, and it would, and it would rush through whatever was in its path. Um, and then you're know, like a hurricane that I can't escape. You like you can, you can run from from a hurricane. You can run from all that, but you can't. Like you can't escape the rain. You can't escape. You can't escape the wind. You can't escape the power of this thing. I think that that's kind of really cool descriptions of God. And I've and I've said this before. I think on the podcast of like describing God as like a crashing wave is like the most powerful thing, most powerful force in the world really. Like you can't, you just can't stop it. Like Mm -hmm. you can put out a fire and you can, you know, hide in your bathtub from an earthquake and you can like do all these things. But I feel like water is something like you just cannot, you can't stop it. It will still move period. It will find a way around like even, even the Hoover Dam, largest dam in the world and the most powerful like generates all this energy and all this kind of stuff is generating energy because it has to let the water escape the water is going to do what it was meant to do it's powerful and so i think that's i think it's really cool to describe god as that like this tidal wave crashing over us because being engulfed in a wave is immediately being surrounded by this powerful force and i think it's really cool to describe god in that way
0: the next uh verse is uh you cannot fail. The only thing I've found is through it all. You'll never, you never let me down. Um, you don't hold back. Relentless in pursuit. And every turn, I come face to face with you. Before we go to the next one, that at that part in the song, it's like an instrument drop, isn't it?
2: Every turn, I come face to face with you. No, it does. Um, it does the, another, the, the, the first one, and then it will after the bridge.
0: Okay, I remember that. It's one of my favorite parts. But the relentless in pursuit part just made me think of um you know reckless love for some reason just brought up that song and
3: um it doesn't remind you of the song relentless not off the top of my head songs (laughs) remind us of other songs yeah
0: (laughs) um like a relentless pursuit like he he just never stops and you know the the act of leaving the 99 for the one like that whole story that one person does matter i just always took it like i'm special or at least God thinks I'm special, or thinks I'm essential. That's the word we <laughs> use today.
3: <Yeah. laughs> I think it's cool that uh, you can take both of those stories. I mean, the, the prodigal son is is a parable. It's a story that Jesus used to teach. And then, likewise, the uh, the sheep story, uh, where, you know, one was lost. Does, does the shepherd not seek him out? Um, you know, and you can look at something like the bridge of this song, that says you chase me down, you seek me out, and you can you can get that correlation of the shepherd, the good shepherd, the good father. Um, the fact that there's two stories that we hear often from the Bible that are basically about that same thing, um, in a way, uh, I I think speaks to how important it is that it's that it's been spoken of more than once. Yes. about how 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 fierce his love is for us that that he will chase us down that he will rush out to meet that lost son that he will go after the one um, i just think that really speaks volumes that it's in there more than once sometimes people just feel
0: alone in what their sin is yeah. that no one's ever no one's ever dealt with a sin like i do or no one's ever no one's going through what i'm going through and no one really would really care. Um, and I think the Bible does a great job of just proving that wrong. If you take the time to, to read it and look through it. And we as Christians also need to portray that as well. Like that. Yes. Yeah. You're going through some stuff, but you still matter. Mm -hmm. You're still important to God. You're important to us. Um, you know, discipleship is a, is a thing we (laughs) we probably should focus on a little bit more. I know I'm really bad at it. Um, but it's, i think that's it because i know growing up i didn't really have a like a big arc story like this super Mm. thing happened and then all this other stuff but then to hear other people tell their stories where it was not as i guess eventful yeah like mine i'm like wow okay so i'm not alone in this like it's I felt like you had to have this tragic moment or something happen in your life to Gosh, be a, you're a Christian, the
2: drugs to be a Christian. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, it sounds stupid, but in my head I was like, Oh, I've never done that. Nope, mm-hmm. Never done Most that definitely. either. Well, I guess I, and I get the full experience. I mean, no, it's, it's not that way. And I think,
2: yeah. I feel like you can, you just appreciate it in different ways. Yeah. I think that, you know, for someone who has been through a really, really rough past and who has pulled out of that, and they give credit where credit is due and give they give it to Jesus, and they go, yeah, if, if it was not for Jesus, then I would not be where I am today. And I think that even for those of us who haven't been through this crazy past, we can still sit there and go, where would I would I be not today? be where I am without Jesus. I just recognize it at a different stage or I recognize it in a different way than that person did.
0: But then uh, it goes into the chorus and then... I'm assuming that's the bridge, right? The you surround me, you chase me down, uh, you seek me out. How could I be lost uh, when you've called me found? That's just yeah. awesome. That's so
2: cool. Man. <laughs> I I love those. This lines. This makes you
0: think. So, like, the, there's two little lines. Like, how could I be lost if you call me found? Like, yeah, yeah, that's
1: the that's the lines I put in like parentheses because those are like my two favorite ones out of this song. Man, because instead of us allowing um, our own view. who we are and you know a lot of us go through our day-to-day life you know where we feel stupid for saying that or uh, we made a mistake here and um, someone said this about us or we have all these negative thoughts about ourselves sometimes and um, instead of us using that to determine who we are we're uh, like that line says you know when you have called me found like you're calling me that like you're now determining that i'm found like i i feel like i'm lost because i'm messing this up or I didn't do this right or um I you know, sinned or you you name it. Now we're allowing God to say, You're you're titling me. You're telling me who I am, you're telling me I'm found. That transition is really cool to me.
0: Yeah, that was uh, Fierce by Jesus Culture. Great song. another kind of repetitive one, mm-hmm. but so good. Yeah.
2: It's a so um, good song. One of my one of my favorites to lead we actually was we in the other day and it's like, man, we haven't done Fierce in a while. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing that one. It's <laughs> a good one.
1: Well, and it also talks about You Never Let Me Down in this one, too. So, it's true. It's, it's like songs, they're talking about Jesus two two. or something. Yeah, it's like yeah, his, it's crazy. One his of those characteristics carry It's one through. of those
2: Easter songs. Yeah. Yeah, one of those Easter <laughs> songs. One of those is coming up.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, wait, wait for that one, guys. It's going to be great. But, uh, yeah, well, thank everybody for coming out. Thanks. Uh, thank Tyler and uh, Morgan for having us uh, at the house. Yeah. Yeah, of course. These chairs are way more comfortable than the ones in the <laughs> podcast room. I don't know. Luke's sitting on like
2: our <laughs> antique yeah, like, that's, love seat. It's that, not, uh, that's not very not comfortable.
1: Not How are you doing over there, Luke? I'm you, good. I'm you good. can move over here. I'm all right.
2: I will okay. say all all right. if you put your feet on that end and a pillow behind your head here, it's like the perfect place to watch football from. It is.
0: Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Uh, if you have somewhere to give us a like or a thumbs up or a star of any kind, please do so. It helps people find the podcast a little quicker. <laughs> There is no monetary value for those for us. We do this just because we absolutely love to do it. Um, And until next week, love you guys.